I'm Dean Blandino, and you're listening to Scoop FM. Hello and welcome to Scoop FM, the official podcast of Dynasty League, the very single only goddamn league that counts. Congrats if you've made it to round two. There are four of us. I am among them. Of course, I had a bye week. Could I have prevailed without the bye week? Uh, If I had gotten my receiver position a little correct, yes, it would have been the highest score, but no, unlikely not. And my fantasy year has been complete shit. I'm in five money leagues. I was terrible in one of them. 101 pick with Jonathan Taylor. You know how that goes. In the next one, oh, I was so close. I missed playoffs by 14 points, and my team was loaded to the gills. Um, But it didn't matter because in that league, I had Jalen Hurts. In my other one, I was the one seed, the guy who was the final seed. He had been surging lately. And in the first round, yes, it's one of those leagues where even as a one seed, you don't get a buy. Um, Let's not get into the details of it, but yes, it is true. Nate and I typically go back and forth. I've been to the championship three times in the past four years and won two of those. And in the first round, I was outscored by nine points, second most points scored in the league, and he was the first. So that stinks. And in my other league, where I made the playoffs triumphantly, I began the year one and six, roared back the entire time. Even at one and six, I was top three in points scored, just getting absolutely railed. A heroic effort to come back, number one overall scoring team. But you can guess who my quarterback in that league is. It's yes, it's Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts has a sprained shoulder. I don't know if he's coming back this NFL season. I hope for his sake because I am a card-carrying member of the Jalen Hurts fan club. I always believed, even when the world did not. I was sitting there watching that Bucks playoff game saying, you guys don't understand. I know he looks slightly off target, but better receivers would help him here. Um, I've always had faith. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it sucks to see. I hope he can come back for his potential Super Bowl run. You know, I don't know if this this affects the MVP with how many games he could possibly miss. Um, you know, it's one of those situations. You know, when you lose a guy like, oh, how about my other quarterback, Lamar? And when you see how his team can perform without him, you realize how uh, important he is to that team and making their offense do anything. It's one of those things. If Minshew comes in and plays decent, people might say, okay, yeah, you know, Jalen Hurts is awesome and dynamic, but this team is super loaded, right? Let's give it to Mahomes or someone who's had to do more with less. But anyway, all besides the point, my misery aside, pure, pure, unadulterated misery going on in my life, in my fantasy life, everywhere. Let's get into last week's games. And boy, we had some exciting matchups. First, I'm not going to talk about the toilet bowl circumstances. We'll kind of get into that at the end. Let's talk about the playoff matches. Of course, Bill and I with buys by winning the division, scooting on into the second round. But who else made it? Did you see? Well, Devin and Nikki facing off. I thought Devin had this. But then, Ramondre. Ugh. And, and not even supposed to play. I, I mean... 
I don't know if he should have lost 10 points for that lateral back to Jacoby Myers, which will never get old um, for me to watch. I think I'll I'll cherish that forever after a lifetime of uh, the Patriots beating all the capable Steelers teams and uh, pushing them out of potential Super Bowl runs. I will never, ever tire of watching Chandler Jones just shove Mac Jones into the ground like a schoolyard bully. But that aside, I, I know Ramondre probably should have gotten negative 10 points from that performance, but he did not, and he saved Nikki's day, and Nikki's on to the second round. Dalvin Cook in a massive game, biggest comeback in NFL history. He was a massive part of that. That trade is paying off in spades for Nikki. And, you know, I think Dalvin is a guy that looks like he's still got juice. I know it'd be easy for them to move on from him next year, but. It's not like it's not a Zeke Pollard situation. Who like Madison? Anytime they've tried to put that guy in behind him, or he's had a game to himself, uh, the difference is there. Cook is still that guy. So you know it is something they could move on from him. Honestly, don't be surprised when this contract gets slightly extended or reworked around. Whatever they need to do, I don't totally see them replacing Cook next year. Maybe with a high draft pick, but you I don't know. You can't look at that team and say running back is an issue, right? I, I just don't see it, especially you got him under contract for two more years and you can move on and save some money, but he doesn't really cost all that much money to begin with. Certainly you could restructure and keep it going. So I think, you know, it's not just the digs thing that paid off for Nikki there. I think Cook is still going to have some value next year. You know, Fields was okay. It wasn't a slam dunk performance. Yes, if that awesome 50-yard run, if you didn't step out of bounds and it's a touchdown, yeah, that makes a slight difference on Devin's day. It's not quite enough for him to win. But then you look around his, his all of his flex, Miles Sanders shit the bed. I mean, in a in a massive, in a in an awesome back and forth game, Hertz takes every rushing touchdown out from under him. Um <clears throat> Jamal Williams, DK. Uh, I mean, that's a tough Niners team, but, you know, Lockett got his, of course, as usual, as he always does. DeAndre Swift not putting it together, and Gabe Davis, ah, the supposed diamond in the rough. Turns out it's just rough. Yeah, let's just say, you know, Devin's flexes, I think we've been slightly sold a bill of goods on a couple of these guys and all the potential they had. I'm just going to say I'm not down on Devin's team in 2023 as he has now bounced out of the playoffs, but I will say he needs those three first, and he needs a hit on them, especially because QB2 is a problem. I think Justin Fields has been good. He's been able to position himself definitely. Um, The Bears have no thoughts of... No, they're not entertaining any thoughts of replacing him next year, which, you know, he was in one of those situations. It's a new regime. It's possible. Um, they got way bigger problems than him. That's pretty clear. You know, whether the way they're using him right now is sustainable, I don't think anybody would would agree that it is. And whether they're going to be able to get him any good receivers to work with, uh, you see the free agent market's horrible. Draft is kind of a weak class. I don't know. And, you know, they did – give a pick that's looking like it's going to be 33 overall to the Pittsburgh Steelers for Chase Claypool who can't get on the field. But that's another story. But this QB2 spot, woof. Did you see Ritter? Woof. That didn't help. Uh, Russ, yeah, he's 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 the guy in Denver, but not because they necessarily maybe want him to be. They're just stuck with him monetarily. Uh, who knows if he plays this game, maybe Devin's day had gone different. Um, could Devin have won this? Yes, he could have. A.J. Dillon, his guy, the guy he wouldn't let me have for two first-round picks. It's December. 
It's Green Bay. It's 20 degrees against a weak and wimpy Rams, West Coast, liberal, bullshit, soft, tissue, baby, shit team. Aaron Jones is questionable. And you put A.J. Dillon on the bench? This is your guy's spot. December is A.J. Dillon's month. He's A.J. December Dillon. Boy, that was a fuck-up. I mean, if he placed him over any of those disappointments I mentioned earlier, yeah, he would have won this game. But, you know, it all kind of evens out. Jerick McKinnon, he's been passed around more times than my ex-wife, pal. I mean, you kidding me, this guy? Have you heard about this, folks, this Jerick McKinnon guy? And, yes, he just exploded this week and last week. You got to think, where would Devin be if I didn't let him go, if Billy didn't let him go, if anybody had just kept him, right? That was a nice, timely, timely pickup for uh, Mr. Devin Rambo, you know. um, But then again, if he doesn't play him, maybe he puts Tyler Algier there, but still. A.J. Dillon, I think, is the key. That's the guy that got left behind and the reason that Devin is left behind from advancing to the second round. Uh, Let's get into this next game. Now, who played this? Oh, okay. Oh, yes. This was Matt Horvodich. I think he was, you know, probably projected the number one overall uh, team at at the draft. You know, the, the app probably loved him. I think going into this week, he probably had the highest projected point total. I see he does again this week. I see he has most weeks. I see, oh, he's got the best roster. And I think he left us a little note last time. And that's funny. I've got another incoming call right now. Caller, you're live on Scoop FM. Go ahead. Hello, my fellow Dynasty League members. This is owner, GM, whatever the fuck you want to call me, Drew McLaughlin from Trust the Process. Oh, what a week, what a week we've all had. Let's talk about it, shall we? Let's start with these matchups. Let's start with Devin and Nick. What a battle that was. You know, Nick came up prevailing in the end, but Devin put up a hard fought fight. And, uh, you know, it just is what it is. When Nicky's side, two, two great teams, uh, Nicky moves on, Devin starts pre- preparing for next year. Now let's talk about the real juice. What everyone wants to hear about. Me versus Matt. Matt, you know, where do I begin? We've all heard that pod. We've all heard what you said. Not, not just about me, but about everybody else. I did this for you, Dynasty League. This one was for you. You remember when LeBron was talking to Doris Burke and he, he went on his rant. At the end, he said, Cleveland, this is for you. Well, this is for you, Dynasty League. Dynasty League, this is for you. That's what I did when I seen that final tick go off the Rams. Uh, who the fuck the fuck? Packers matchup. Matt, you know, you talked that shit and it bit you in the ass. You could have picked Nikki. You could have picked Devin. And you, you would have won. You would have been moving on. But no, you got greedy. And you thought, ah, I'm just going to pick Drew just to piss him off. Well, guess what, Matt? You lost. It's the boys that picked this up. It's the Taysom Hills of the world. It's the Alvin Kamaras of the world. The Derrick Henrys. Austin Eckler. Geno Smith, who I got in the fourth round. Derrick Carr. It's those guys who prevailed for us. And I'm moving on. I am moving on. You know, I can't wait for this semifinal matchup. 
We got me versus Billy. We got an interconference game. It's going to be a battle. And Devin, or uh, Nick versus Dan, another great battle. I can't wait to see how it all plays out. But, as we all know, as we all saw, I will not be licking any floors anytime soon. I will be at the top. (sighs) Well, that's all I got to say. Um, The game spoke for itself. We're moving on. Well, Shadani City members, it's our favorite time of the year, the Christmas season, boys. Happy holidays. Drink up those rum and cokes. And uh, we'll see what happens this week. Great Saturday matchup of games. All right. This is Trust the Process out. I have a semifinal game to prepare for. See you, boys. Well, that says it all, doesn't it, folks? He will not be licking the floor. In fact, Matt will be licking the floor. And I've got bad news for him. Um... I don't know. Somebody pissed on it. Anyway, yeah, so let's get into that matchup. Boy, that was a whirlwind. Early on in the week, we have CMC in the night game going up against Geno Smith, who's laying an egg under immense pressure, not really able to move with his feet. Uh, we all saw it live TV. But then he gets a touchdown late, and I think, okay, you know, it's it's a it's a pretty steep hill to climb. We'll see what happens these next couple days. Then Josh Allen going nuclear in Buffalo in the snow, Great game, awesome, awesome visuals in that matchup. But now I'm I'm feeling bad for Drew. I'm saying, oh fuck, you know he he made a calculated bet, made the trade for Kamara. You know he's gotten called desperate. He's been told that he's he's hated by Matt. He's been told to lick the floor. I'm thinking this this is not this isn't how things are supposed to go. But then then it's coming home. Derrick Henry, the king, King Henry, his king of the Tennessee Titans. Austin Eckler, David Montgomery, Taysom Hill, so many big days, touchdowns galore. Jefferson barely even skimmed his potential when you think of one touchdown with with the deficit they had to overcome, 30, 30, what, 40, I don't even know how many points they ended up scoring, 39, 40. I mean, for him to only have one touchdown, that's incredible. Kamara, you know, he didn't even do that much, but he did just as much as you needed. And with all that, you know, Matt had that incredible baseline, but you look at that, nothing else really stuck out to you. I mean, Justin Herbert, uh, I mean, people have been pat. You saw what Trevor Lawrence did against the Titans now, didn't you? Did you see that? And I believe that was in Tennessee, not at home in pretty little fucking wussy-ass L.A. Sorry, Mr. Herbert, that's not going to cut it. That's not going to get your old pal Matt to the second round of the uh, of the Dynasty playoffs, and it definitely did not. And it's as as Drew said, he would have beaten Drew, or he would have beaten Nikki or Devin, but his hubris finally caught up to him, finally got the best of him, and now he's staring at the barrel of a top five, six pick. And let's hope he can trade that for something better than Damian Harris this year. Okay, let's preview these next couple matchups and let's start with me because we haven't got talked about me about me as much you know I, I was rooting for Nikki and you know this is gonna come what's well, already come back to bite me you know I was on record of saying I like the matchup with Nikki better it's not because I don't think Nikki has a better team than Devin you know I think they both have pretty good teams it's just that you know if Jalen Hurts has a big day yeah the Chicago game's the outlier where he goes, you know, 35, 40 points, A.J. Brown has 18, Miles Sanders has zero, 
right? Normally, if he has a big day, one or two or both of those guys are offsetting it with a ton of points. So I don't, I wouldn't have to have worried about that. You know, like we've talked about Devin's quarterback two problem, but Justin Fields, he, you know, out of all of Nikki's quarterbacks and all of Devin's quarterbacks, he's the number one I would fear. Um, and you can see that you can see the the scenario playing out with. Nikki better. Okay, you have Hurts. You don't have to worry about A.J. Brown and Miles Sanders kind of offsetting his points. And you just have to hope in this Cowboys game against the Eagles that they do it through the ground, that Zeke and Pollard get all the touches and that it's not Dak and CeeDee. Um, And, you know, he's got Chase. I've got T. Higgins, right? You know, some interesting interesting dynamics where it's a big swing. You know, going in going into it, I would say, you know, either way I could lose, but I kind of like the matchup situation there better, but it's all shit. There's no Jalen Hurts. I'm done. Let's be real. That's the only reason I'm here is him. And, you know, you all try every year to draft your Malik Willis's and your Desmond Ritters and your Kyle Trasks and your, oh golly, I don't even know who. All of these Jalen Hurts imitations, poor, weak imitations, attempting to find that glory that I have found in him. And you will not. And without him, I ain't going anywhere. It doesn't matter if I win this week. I'm not winning two in a row without him. I've got Lamar banged up. So what good is that? I mean, come on. And then so, so oh, well, this is why I drafted Trevor Lawrence. And he's been on fire. And that would be amazing if he wasn't playing in New York City in a freezing rainstorm on Thursday night against a great defense. Yeah, it's all shit. I mean, I'm getting absolutely nothing. And, you know, this was kind of the plan of drafting a Trey Lance of, okay, I could be quarterback proof. I could have my top two quarterbacks be fucking hurt and I could be fine, but he's hurt too. And, you know, I look at it and I say, okay, so, you know, you don't have Jalen Hurts. You don't have Lamar. You don't have Trey Lance. You don't have Kyle Pitts. You don't have Javante Williams. You don't have Elijah Mitchell. You don't have Jonathan Taylor. You don't have Tyler Lockett. Teams under these circumstances, weaker, more pathetic teams, any team in the league Losing RB1, RB2, QB1, QB2, QB3, uh, wide receiver 2, those tight end 1, those kind of dents in their team would send them cannoning, cannonballing towards 101. Me, I'm in the semifinals because we're built different. But unfortunately, we're built a little injured right now. And so it seems we're built more for 2023. So I've got no hope. Uh, you know, it's all lost. I should have drafted Justin Fields because he'd still be playing. But, you know, I can't predict injury. You don't know what would happen to him. That's really my only my only real regret this season after it all. I don't regret Sky Moore over Damian Pierce because, honestly, nobody that went after Sky Moore has really made an impact. I don't know, besides Christian Watson. Oh, wait, I did draft him, and that's how I got you know, and I trade it down. That's how I got Dave's pick as well, which is, you know, going to be 12 overall next year. So that's not bad. Yeah, I have no regrets there. My only regret, honestly, and this might surprise you, is going for Tyler Huntley over Brock Purdy. And it's not just playing the results that Brock Purdy has been better. Um, it's just it's just a fact of the matter of do the math, right? So so Lamar is out, right? At the time, I didn't. I looked at Trevor Lawrence's matchups. I said, well, he's got some horrible matchups. Now, of course, he's he way exceeded expectations, but the idea should have been, hey, you could survive, and Tyler Huntley is at best a replacement. So if you have Hurts and Lamar, 
and tre- you know if you have Hurts and Trevor Lawrence, then you have either Lamar or Huntley. So at all times, you have three quarterbacks. Purdy's going to start all year. So when you don't have Lamar, you have three quarterbacks. When Lamar comes back, you have four. Purdy's on a better offense, right? I mean, we had seen more out of Tyler Huntley last year, so that was the thing that leaned me in that direction and just thinking, hey, I like his matchups. Um, I liked liked Lamar's matchups. I wanted to keep that magic going. That's my only real regret. You know, if if I had him, I'd feel a little better, but I don't. It's too late to trade for anybody because of the new trade deadline rules, which, you know, this was what it's kind of was originally, this was the other side of the coin, right? We didn't like the idea of people buying championships per se, but it does suck to get all the way here, go all in on Saquon, and then say, oh, my best player's now out, you know? I mean, so what? I'm supposed to win two games in a row without my best player. Um, my, my, my two best players, Jonathan Taylor and and. Jalen Hurts, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So that's why the trade deadline was there. This is a dynasty. You build up for it. You should be able to strike while the iron's hot, but alas, my hopes are over. So congrats, Nikki. Wishing you well in the championships. For the other matchup, Billy versus Drew. Some interesting things. We've got Geno versus Mahomes going head-to-head, obviously. Give a massive edge to Mahomes and Kirk Cousins in general. I'm just going to put over Derek Carr at this point. So, you know, quarterback, I definitely give the edge to Billy. But, you know, uh, Drew's running backs, you got Eckler and Henry in some plum matchups. Uh, you can always rely on Justin Jefferson. And Camaro, it, you know, it's going to be pretty, pretty chilly in, uh, in, in, up in Cleveland there. But still, that, that's not a great run defense. They should maybe lean on the run in those conditions. Could Camaro be the difference here after, you know, Matt called the deal desperate? You know, pe- people didn't like the deal. Could that deal be the difference that gets Drew into a championship? If so, yeah, I'd say he does that every time over and over. So, you know, Billy's got the QBs, clearly. I don't love the matchups for Joe Mixon, James Conner. You know, you got Devonta Smith without Hurts. I mean, that's a question mark. That's a question mark for me with Goddard. I don't know what the, who the hell Minshew's going to target. I don't, I don't know if they're going to be able to move the ball. Right, you got Andrews without Lamar. That has been horrible so far, and even with Lamar, wasn't that great the, the previous couple weeks. And Christian Kirk, I think that's a that's a bad matchup against the Jets. I mean, if they put him on sauce all night, if they put sauce on him all night, bye bye, bye bye. He's not getting targets. So I I I really think for Billy, it comes down to Tyree Kill and Amonra. One goes off, yeah, he's pro, you know he's got to really get both go off he might have this in the bag. So that it, this is a tough one. I mean, you know, the projections, I think, can lie to you. I think I, I'm going to say my final prediction is Nikki wins pretty easily over me. I'm talking 20-plus points, maybe 25. I think Drew and Billy is really close, like a 5- to 10-point margin, but I ultimately think it goes Billy's direction, and then Nikki and Billy in the ship, and that's it. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's been a crazy week. Uh, oh, we got a couple other more. So we got Devin versus Matt, right? They're in the the, the first consolation matchup. So they're, they're only going to play this one week to determine their playoff standing. And um, that goes for the other two, the, the toilet bowl matchups, you know, the battle for one overall and the battle for three overall. We only do two weeks for those combined points. So those will all wrap up. 
Next week, we'll have the championship and the, the consolation championship, which would get $100 and um, uh, what seven overall. Loser gets eight overall and no money. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then you know the winner gets nine hundred bucks and ten, and the loser gets ninth place. And of course, we always let the two people in it come to a consensus on how they want to split the nine hundred dollars, if they want to split it, or just you know push all the chips in. So anyway, Devin versus Matt. Matt has his first; he doesn't have a second. That was for Cam Akers, so almost worth it. Almost worth it, but not quite. Um, anyway. Devin's got three firsts, so I think just looking at this, I think Matt takes this one. It's a little more important for him, right? Like Devin's got three firsts, he's got to, he's got to hit with this one pick. Uh, not that motivation means much in Shad Dynasty, but I just think Matt takes us. I think he's got the stronger team right now. I mean, who would have thought if you told Devin, "Hey, Devin, your uh, your best your best pick out of your three next year is going to be." five or six what odds do you think he would have thought that was going to be him that both drew and nikki were going to be better than him i don't think he thought that i don't think he thought that was going to happen i think you know he was hoping it would go quite the other direction that they might be out of the playoffs and he might have a gravy run but not quite not quite the scenario that ended up playing out okay it's not insurmountable in the toilet bowl matchups for the guys that are currently down to end up making up that deficit and having a big second week to jump up. Uh, it's not insurmountable, but I'm not going with them. I'm going Nick is already plus 10 over Bob. I think he holds that. And Nate is plus 17 over Dave. I think he holds that as well. So given that, your projected top four picks next year are Nate, Dave, Nick Young at three, and then Bob at four, which is going to Nate. And at five, given my previous predictions, that's Matt. Six is Devin. Uh, so then with my projections, me and Drew will be fighting for seven and eight. I'm not giving Billy a higher pick. I'm salty because he has my first. Uh, Devin has Drew's first. Drew may try for it. Um, well, he doesn't have a second either. I mean, I have my second, so that's some motivation, but is the difference from 17 to 18 a big deal? No. Is $100 a big deal? Yeah, kind of, maybe. I, I am sort of broke, so like that would help if I didn't have to pay somebody. Um, anyway, so yeah, but I'll just say that then Drew is seven, I am eight, and then, yeah, that's that leaves Nikki and Billy. Loser getting nine, winner getting ten, and I think it's Billy's year. I think he did enough. I think Mahomes always keeps you competitive. <laughs> Sorry, it literally almost made me puke to admit that he's going to get his second championship. But, you know, I think Nicky is a little ahead of schedule. Um, still think he's got, you know, his team is still young. I think it's rounding out. I think Deshaun needs another year fully in this offense to be what he could be. Um, you know, I think Nicky could easily come back to this championship next year. But I think it's Billy's year. Right, he's got an incredible Tyree kill year. He's gotten enough out of Connor and Mixon and all these other running backs he's picked up. Right, the Damian Pierces, but really, it's it's a Monra St. Brown, it's Tyree kill, it's it's Pat Mahomes. You got those cornerstones. You're always in it. So we'll see how it plays out. That's my predictions. I'm and and, and the funny thing is, both those picks won't matter either because Nicky's is going to Devons and Billy's going to Nate's. So anyway. That's 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 your uh, your 
round one review and your round two preview. I hope you have fun. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. I hope you have some uh, I hope you have some coquito. I hope you have some rum and coke. I hope you have a couple 12 dogs. I hope you have the whole shebang. I hope you have a lovely Christmas ham and you enjoy the games. Oh, rest in peace to Franco Harris. How odd. Just days before the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, and he was set to be honored at the Christmas Eve night game, and his number retired in the Steel City. I mean, that would have been such a sight, and it's so odd for him to pass just completely suddenly. I mean, after going around, giving all these interviews, and, you know, for for the occasion, and preparing with the team for all this press stuff, like, so odd. Um, so it'll definitely feel a little weird watching that. Uh, but, you know, rest in peace to the legend. And uh, so I hope you enjoy that game and all the other games. And you know what? I hope everybody, I hope everybody advances, right? I hope everybody gets the highest pick. I hope everybody gets one-on-one. I hope everyone advances, and I hope everyone gets a championship this Christmas season. Until then, maybe we'll check in with you next week just to, just to preview the championship game. But if not then, after this, it's the best time of year. Only one person can win the championship, but everybody gets to draft. So then we're back into mock draft season. Favorite time of year. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.